Amazing stuff with Amid and catchphrase, nationally recognisable. Please give it up for the one, the only, the brilliant Catherine T. On a, sun, on a Saturday morning to walk into a giant room full of people. But it, also, it means I can't get up and freestyle. We always oh, have yes that. I can. Uh, maybe that was a bad thing. It would be nice to just go down and say hello to people, wouldn't it? If you wish to. I, I'm saying if you wish, if you wish you were there, the time is yours. Did you, did you, I left, well, I, when I'm going to start going down and saying hello to people is when you start um, asking me questions I can't answer about Doctor Who. <laughs> We might need the house lights up as well. Oh my god, look at you all! Look at you all! Hello! Oh, you put your hand up while you're at school when you ask the question. How are you? I'm great, I was loving that too. <laughs> so, thank you for coming and spending time with us. I mean, that, the audience there absolutely love that, I'm sure. Uh, but for you, what is it like when you come out and you see all this love, all this support? Not, it's not just the Doctor Who, let's be honest, it's for everything. The Catherine Tay show that you've done and all sorts. It's, honestly, it's not, I mean, on, I, I suppose I should have done my research more because I didn't realise there was going to be so many people and I'm, I'm incre incredibly such. I'm always, you know, I, I think most, most actors are, you always think, well, no one's going to know who I am. Yeah. You know, no one's going to turn up. So it's so lovely. And I haven't done many conventions, and um, they really are properly uh, a unique experience. They, they really are, because you see people, and you are genuinely all so lovely. It's very, it's really, it's really very touching, and people come from a long way, and you know, it's, it's a, I'm very impressed with this kind of community spirit that there is yeah. here. You know, it's very, it's very lovely. And for you, the. Doctor Who is one thing people probably kill me if I didn't ask you about. Um, so, how did you first get approached to do that? Uh, I was asked to do The Runaway Bride just as a one off Christmas special. And um, I'd. Uh, well, the thing is, now I think it's very, fairly well recorded that I wasn't a Doctor It's not that I wasn't a Doctor Who fan, it just wasn't really a thing I looked, you know, I. I, I I was aware of it, but I wasn't that keen on it as a kid. Um, but I don't think most young girls were. No. You know, I know David when he was a kid absolutely loved it, but I, 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 I didn't. I guess it's one of those things. If you're, if you're not in that circle of influence and like it, you don't particularly pay much attention to it. No, I mean, like for example, I didn't know there was anyone else other than the Daleks that chased after you. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> um, so, but I'd seen. Um, I'd seen the, the reboot of it, and I happened to watch, it was the episode where Ro, where they go back in, well it was a flashback of when Rose was born, right. which was obviously set in the 80s. And I, I'm coming to it, turning this on, 
not knowing it's a flashback, just knowing it's a reboot. And I'm thinking, well, this still looks like it's in the 80s. <laughs> and then the production values are shocking on this. It looks like when I was used to watch it. So I was a little bit, uh, I always like to recalibrate that a bit. And then, of course, I saw how brilliant it was. And so I jumped at the chance of being in it. And I thought, what a great thing. And I didn't know David. I was a massive uh, fan of his and had followed his work for a long time. And then, out of the blue, I went for lunch with uh, Julie Gardner, the, the uh, executive producer. And she just dropped this bombshell. Would you like to be in... Uh, the show full time and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was amazing and so I just jumped right in but I had no idea. You know, it was a year later, we just did the show, went off and thought that was how lovely I was, did one episode but I never knew I was coming back. And it's a, a global phenomenon, the show, and were you, how soon did you come become aware of that once you'd done it? Uh, I don't really think you well, you're aware that it's in people's uh, good graces, yeah. this show, and the show has amazing fans, an amazing uh, support network around it, and there's such a lot of goodwill about it. I, I didn't know, because I'm not on things like social media, and I don't put myself out there in any way like that, so I don't think I was really aware of it. I know it was a popular show and I then knew I was part of it, but it's only really in the past few years that I realised, oh actually you're, you're, you're part of something, it's almost like a legacy, yeah. you know, it's certainly a part of TV history, yeah. and your place in it, to, to have been so lucky to have played a part like Donna Noble, sorry, I have my shoulder to lock people there, to have played a, the, the role of Donna Noble, which was such a incredible, it was an incredible role to play and written so beautifully, uh, and obviously, opposite David as well, which was such a, a, a massive career highlight as well, was, was fantastic. And when Donna Noble came into the series, she was different to companions up until that point because there was no romantic interest there at all. And it was all about the buddiness and the buddy relationship, and in a sense, turned it into more of a buddy comedy as well. I think, and because I think when you take the romance out of it, you, you give the female character uh, uh, you, you cut the leash on it. Yeah. I think it can, you know, throughout throughout all history of storytelling. It, if it's if you are romantically like it, like in life, if you are romantically uh, involved with someone, even if they know it or not, you are slightly more restricted. Yeah. You know, and whereas Donna didn't care what she said said to him because she didn't fancy him. Because let's face it, he's an alien. <laughs> She, she seemed to be aware of that in a way that no one else did. She was like, I can't shop at mum and dad's with like an engine, that would be cool. Yeah. And for you, you're very, you're very, you've got a very great comedic background. You've, you've done lots of comedy where you can improv quite a lot more than you could. And Doctor Who's known not to kind of allow much improv. Did they kind of bend the rules a little for you? No, because you absolutely didn't, didn't need to. You know, it's, it's, it's a scripted show, you know, and it's scripted by the very best of the of the best writers. So there's no there's no need and no room and no desire to improvise around a script that is so brilliantly written. You know, and, and was written so brilliantly for yeah. me as well. So I never felt, oh I'd like to slightly tweak this line because I didn't have to. 
without a line that is dodgy sci-fi, there's always going to be science fiction. What was your line that you read and thought, how on earth am I going to say that? I would say nine out of every ten lines, I feel that. <laughs> you know, especially when I was turning into the Dr. Donna. You know, that was really quite challenging. <laughs> uh, but I loved it. I, I You know, I, I, I loved it. And, uh, y- you know, you have to find a way, it's a bit like Shakespeare, really. you have to find a way of making all that jargon sit right in your mouth, you yeah. know, in the way that David does so brilliantly as well, I think. You know, it's, it, it has to sound colloquial, even though you're talking about very, very difficult uh, concepts. And, and you've certainly pulled it off. I mean, there are fan response to this phenomenal. And speaking of fans, it's time for us to throw the mics open. So if you have questions, please feel free to stand behind the two microphones that are lit there. And then we will go straight to the first Jedi that well, looks like a Jedi or something. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Can you confirm, once and for all, whether or not you actually are a puppet? <laughs> What's your name, sir? I'm Zach. Zach. So I look puppet, Zach? <laughs> I'm no puppet, boy. Right, so I look, are you, look at my face, Zach. Look at my face. Zach, are you looking at my face? I'm Is any part of it covered? No, because I am covered. Right, of course, going to be back. Oh no, that's done with the dragon, sorry. Thank you. you know what? I'm going to take my chance. You've never seen Star Wars? <laughs> oh, look at them turn. Ooh, unclean. It's alright, there is a life outside Star Wars. <laughs> Um, I'm going to Sunday here, but I'm going to Hello? Uh, Dylan? Yes. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> if the BBC offered you to return to Doctor Who, what would you say? I'd say, how much payment? <laughs> uh, well, Dylan, it's a hypothetical question, because I, I, the thing is, Donna, Donna can't return. But the sort of tragedy of her and the brilliance of it as well, you know, it would be, uh, as, as much as it would be an amazing thing to go back, there's also the, 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 the very strong feeling that you have of, it was so brilliant, I'm so proud of what was achieved when we were all doing it, I, I, I may be best to do it. But having said that, if they asked, I'd say, absolutely, when do I sign? No, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I could, but it would be a lovely thing, you know, to contemplate. But do you have any sway at the BBC? <laughs> oh, so you're not fishing? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> That's a good question. And we go over to the other side now, the... Who do you think would win in a sass battle between Donna and Laura? Oh, that's an interesting concept. In a way, Donna's a little bit like, I imagine Lauren will be when she grows up. Uh, a sass battle. Uh, I'm going to put my money on Donna, actually, because her vocabulary is slightly wider. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And we're going to Team Rocket. I like that, I like that thing, sass battle. That's nice. Hello. Hello. Um, I want to just ask you, what is your favourite memory and what's the best film to, well, best thing to film for Doctor Who? 
Uh, I think the best memory I have of Doctor Who is when we were doing, um, was the penultimate two episodes when everyone came back. And it was so brilliant. It was so lovely to uh, kind of get to know everyone. And it felt so amazing to have all these people in the TARDIS. It was, and, and because it was a double episode, it went over quite a long time. So it sort of became a, the new normal to film that episode. And it was really, that, that was special, that was. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go for a doctor on this side. Hello. Hello. I, my favourite episode for you is Turn Left. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Um, I'm saying that to my own Thank you very much. I'm just asking about how it was to, to play a much more serious uh, episode of Doctor Who like that. It's, it's quite a big piece of social commentary. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, I really loved it. And it was the first time I got to work with Billy as well, which was lovely because it was mainly filming with Billy most of the time. And uh, yeah, it was lovely. I mean, when I read that episode, I thought, oh my goodness, this is a real, uh, you know, it's a kind of a different level to what we what we used to with the character. And it was really amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, I was very honored to play that part. It was fantastic, but I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. 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 I was just wondering, when you first read the script for the series for finale and you found out what was Donna's stage, what was your reaction to that? I just thought it was brilliant, actually. I mean, as sad as it was, it, it, it was so brilliant. And I, I, I just had to admire that way, the storytelling and the scope of that ambition uh, to, to take a character there. You know, I, I just think... Doctor Who anyway, each episode is like a mini film, you know, and, and, and I think audiences are taken on journeys, you know, within that 45 minutes, and that one was, uh, you know, an amazing one to be on. Still crying about it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hello. Hello. Um, so last year you did some new Finnish audience yeah. as a doctor. Yeah. Um, I just wondered if you enjoyed Gordon and if you'd be willing to do any more because they're absolutely fantastic. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Queen's my favourite. Oh, yeah. Um, well, well, they're brilliant to do because it's, it's like you jump back into uh, this this relationship, you know, this dynamic, but it's, 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 it's slightly different because there's no cameras and uh, you haven't got to be dressed up or anything and it's but yet you're right in the world with you know and I'm there with David and the, you know the characters are the same uh, and it's, it's a really uh, really um, it, it's a really great way to um, to keep um, to keep connected I think with the with the world and the characters but yeah we I'm sure we we'd absolutely love to do to do more but I think you know they a lot of work goes into them. You can't just churn them out, and I guess it takes a long time to write. So, but I'm sure we'd be very happy to do more. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Hi. Hello. Um, I'm a big fan of watching the deleted scenes and bloopers from series four and the video diaries they pretended. And I was wondering if there was a certain blooper or funny moment on set that you remember, like funny story you could tell us. Uh, none that, because there's children present, I'm afraid. Because a lot of them involve John Barron's backside. Of course, 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it, that became not even a blooper. I was convinced that they're just going to write it into the script because it, it came out so often. But um, John was, uh, I think, responsible for, for a lot of uh, laughter on, on the set that should have been there. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Uh, in the library episode, um, what do you think about bedroom in virtual reality? The VR, the family, your virtual family. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know what meant then. I thought, oh, God, I've forgotten. <laughs> like, oh, like when I've got the husband and the children. Yes. Oh, I thought it was lovely because I thought, you know, it's the life you want for Donna and the life she could have had, but she obviously won't remember. Um, and I thought it was very sad that she didn't reconnect with that, the character that she ma she married. You know, I thought that was really sad, but I loved doing that. Actually, that was another double episode that we did. And it was when we first met Alex Kingston, River Song. And we filmed that, whereas we normally filmed in uh, Cardiff, we filmed that one in Swansea. Rooted and went down there for a couple of weeks, which was, which was lovely. But no, Silence in the Library, I loved doing that. I thought that was great, because it was a glimpse of what she could have had. Thank you. Uh, hello, uh, thank you for being here today. Um, which do you um, prefer, working with David Tennant on Doctor Who or when he appears for you in your capital picture? And how different was it from the two working with each other? Uh, it's much better for me when David works on my show because I can tell him exactly what to do. <laughs> Doctor Who, they, send, they tend to listen to him. Um, it's, honestly, it's an absolute joy working with David whatever we do together. He is the, the very best of the best, David, and I mean that in terms of professionally and personally. He's, he's fantastic. You know, he's, he's such a laugh. He's such a lovely person. He's very hardworking. He's so bright and astute. And kind. He, it's, it's a wonderful experience, and I would, you know, work with him in any capacity in a heartbeat. But again, better, better on my show, because I could boss him about. Thank you. Thank you. Hi Catherine. Hello. How about to see you? Can I show you? I was just wondering, do you think you could ever do a crossover between uh, Catherine Tate Nan and Mrs. Brown? What do you mean? Could I do it in an Irish accent? No, could you? No, as in Nan meets oh, I think Mrs. Brown. Could, make, could we make one person out of both? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, to be honest. I've never thought. Maybe, but the people always used to ask that about me and Matt Lucas, could Lauren meet Vicky Pollard? But, but we missed our chance, so maybe we will. I don't know, but that's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. Now, feck off. <laughs> feck, come on, it's all right, it's not my way. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hello, darling. What was your favourite episode of the Doctor Who reboot? You mean anyone? Anyone. Not one that I was in? No. Oh, I didn't watch ones I wasn't in, love. <laughs> uh, actually, I really thought the introduction of Amy Pond was a really brilliant episode. I really loved that one. I thought that was, that was really brilliant. I mean, I think they're all brilliant, but I, I remember watching that and thinking, oh, what a trip that is. That's lovely. Thank you. Thank you. And there's one more minute. Hello, Wonder Woman. Hello. Congratulations on your review. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, other than David, who would you want to play as a companion to a doctor? Wait, other than David, who would you have? Oh, you mean who I would want yeah. to be my doctor? Yeah. 
Oh, you mean the ones that have been, or just these random people? <laughs> <laughs> how Donna would have reacted with um, Chris Eccleston. I reckon they'd have had a fight. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. He was a bit chippy, wasn't he? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, yeah, I, I saw Much Do About Nothing um, with, that you did with David Tennant a couple of years ago, and I thought that was um, fantastic. I just wanted to know if you, you plan on doing more Shakespeare over the next couple of years, and, and like, is it very different um, working with David Tennant in that capacity? Uh, no, it's not different at all, actually. I mean, what the end result is different, because it's a different genre and a different medium, but the actual process of working with David is is really the same because we get on so well and there's a kind of shorthand in uh, when we're rehearsing that um, it sort of carries us through and it's um, yeah it's, it's surprisingly familiar actually even though they're, they're very different um, projects and as regards to doing Shakespeare I haven't got any plans to do them yet but that, I certainly wouldn't not do them thank you thank you hello um, do you prefer characters you've created yourself, like Lauren, or do you prefer playing like Donald's characters that are important? I like to do both actually, and I think that's a, a great um, uh, sort of privilege really that I get to do both. That I'm able to do my own characters and then, you know, do, do the ones that other people have brilliantly written. I mean, it's always the case though that when you're doing something you've written yourself, you think, oh god I wish I was just doing someone else's script there's too much um, responsibility and then oftentimes you can be doing someone else's script and go oh I'd like to have a bit more input in it you know it's, it's just I think that's human nature but I absolutely love yeah doing doing both thank you thank you hello hello uh, you've already said you would like to work with David again. if you could play any character in any genre what character would you choose and what character would you choose for David working together Oh my goodness. Uh, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I think that'd be quite good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what's your favourite character or skit from the Cash and Tate show? Uh, gosh, well, a one I do hold very dear is the one I did with David. Um, we did a, a thing for Comic Relief, and that was. You know that that was a that that was a great joy to do. That was really fun. Uh, well, I did a Lauren sketch with David, um, and I also did one with the Prime Minister at the time, Tony Blair, um, because I got to go into Downing Street, which no one thought we'd be able to do. So that was a that was a big trip. But the one I did with David was great because um, uh, David, you know, David's probably the only person I can say just before we go on stage. I'm probably not going to say anything you think I'm going to say, but can you just hold your nerve and do it? And he does, you know, because he's absolutely brilliant. But um, for, for a lot of people, that would have just kind of freaked them out. But I like to change things in the moment, and he was just brilliant about it. Thanks. Thank you. Hi. Hello. First of all, I'd say thanks for making my childhood. <laughs> Thank you for making me feel old. <laughs> uh, Thank you. 
were there any scenes that were like particularly hard to film? Oh, well, my, my exit scenes were really hard to film because it was sad, you know, it was sad for the character. It was sad for me because I was leaving, although my consolation was that there was quite a few of us leaving at the same time because, you know, D D David's kind of tenancies. Oh, oh, pun, there was a pun. <laughs> Uh, you know, his kind of time as the Doctor was coming to an end as well. But yeah, the, the last scenes of Donna, where she breaks down from being the Doctor Donna and her memory is wiped, that was really emotional. It was, it was, it was hard, but, but great at the same time, because it was really kind of exciting to do something that you felt was, oh, this is really meaningful for, for the story and the character. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And you can pull the microphone down over there as well. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who is your favourite person to film with in Doctor Who? To film with? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, we had some brilliant guests on the show. And, um, well, actually, one of the people that I loved filming with was Alex Kingston, who, who uh, I met when... I guess none of us knew that River Song was going to be such an important character throughout and, ca and carry on. And, and uh, Alex is really lovely and we had a really great time with her. And as I say, when we were filming those episodes, we lived in Swansea and we all lived in this hotel. And Alex is, as it turns out, is a very uh, keen and competitive pub quizzer. <laughs> yeah, she really is. She's like, knows it all. Thank you. It's a pleasure, darling. Hello. I was just wondering, what's your favourite ever moment you ever had with David Tennant? Like, ever. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, oh, God, I, I don't really know what to say to that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, the, my, here's my first ever moment with David Tennant. Uh, we were filming, or I just... No, that's right, we both filmed in complete secrecy the end of the, I guess it was the end of season three, and where Donna, it's, it's, the, it's the episode before the, the, um, the Runaway Bride comes on. So that would have been the end of season three, I guess. Yes, would Yeah. And it's, it, it was a scene that they repeated at the beginning of season four. It's where I'm in, I land on the TARDIS, and I'm in my wedding dress, and I go, I'm in my wedding dress, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we had to film that in complete secrecy. Uh, I can't remember where it was, somewhere in Wales. And it was the end of that season filming. So everyone was really keen on getting to the party that I wasn't invited to, because I'd just come <laughs> in to do one tiny bit, little thing. And because we weren't filming in the, in the place they always film at, because it was all completely secretive, so my very first sort of meeting with David, he was getting changed hastily out of his trousers to get to the rap party. <laughs> and that was, and I was like, well, okay, nice, nice working with you then. And um, so I might have seen his bum. <laughs> Thank you. And let's put that down as the best memory. <laughs> Thank you. So you've seen David, you've seen John Barrowman's bum. Yeah, he's, David. he's had pants on. John doesn't. John just whips it out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I think he does it at convention. Or maybe he doesn't. 
Well, maybe do it here. I think if he did it in America, he'd get arrested. But um, oh yeah, John's very free and easy with all his um, bodily parts. I was on the radio with John, and he used to do a show with John and uh, with Denise Van Outen. Right. Yeah. A heart or something. And uh, you know, you'd be in, you'd be in the booth, and then John's bum would appear up on the glass screen. You know, while you're on air. Oh, wow, that would been fun watching on a webcam. Um, yeah, exactly. Right, we've got time for a couple more questions, so we're going to go to the time I know, you are your call, I remember. I am. Yeah. Um, my question, um, obviously during your time on the show, the actor playing your screen band, Santa Claus the One, yeah. and um, the fantastic one, Grimm's had to step in. What was that transmission like? Because you must have got to know, I'm sorry, I've got his name. Yeah. Howard? Howard. Howard played my dad, and then in the story, Bernard Henry played my granddad, because he wouldn't have cast another actor in the same role. So the so the story. So I mean, it was incredibly sad. It was incredibly sad, and he was a lovely gentleman and a great actor. Um, but I, I think the way the production dealt with it was was kind of in, incredibly sensitive because what it did was it kept Howard's legacy alive really in the sense that you know my dad did die in the show um and it kind of honored i think howard's journey with us you know so he he was still very much part of it and then bernard came in not to replace him to be my grand you know so that it was we just extended the family out a little more and did it so beautifully yeah brilliantly brilliantly yeah awesome yeah thank you so much Catherine. Oh, have a great day thank you Okay, we've got time for two more questions. Let me start with this side. Hello. Hi. Um, what would you say is your most funniest, sassiest line as Donna Noble? Donna Noble, I think one of my favourite lines was, um, I'm not making with you, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> or, oi, space man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And so our final question from this lady here. Hello. Um, if you could play any Shakespeare character other than Beatrice, who would it be and why? Uh, who would I like to play? Um, who would I like to play? Let me think. Let me think. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing. Uh, I'd probably play one of the men. I think. Uh, maybe. Um, Oh, well, I would, well, maybe uh, from the Scottish play, let's say that. That would be a challenge. Lovely, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please join me giving a massive round of applause. They're bringing Catherine Taylor.